Hi guys, welcome to a new podcast episode of Ice Cubes and Peppers. Your New Year's resolutions probably include something like recovering from binge eating disorder, stop binge eating, and losing weight. Today we're going to talk all about this. Let's dive right in. So if you're currently struggling with binging still, it's not about all the other habits such as fast eating, we're going to discuss how to stop binge eating, acting on urges first. An SOS box. I talked about this many times. This is basically a box that contains a lot of things that will give you a new impulse, something new to focus on, on your mind to focus on, while you're having an urge. So this box might contain really strong gum, a really sour candy, center shock, is that a thing? A really strong smell, need or slime. So all of a sudden there's a feeling sensation. You can find something that works for you. For some people, it doesn't really fit in the box, but it's like brushing your teeth. Just finding an activity maybe also that's uh, setting another impulse. That's obviously not toxic. Second thing, changing our routine. If you always come by this one grocery store after work and you always buy sweets that you later use to binge on, don't go past that grocery store. <laughs> also, just in general, changing your routine helps. So if you associate coming home with eating because you always eat immediately when you come home, shower first or do the laundry first it actually makes makes a lot more productive i found but that's just beside the point changing the order of the way you do things therapy it's obvious a game changer ice cubes and peppers yes i do mean this podcast but also these actual two things they don't fit into the sos box they are usually in the fridge chewing on an ice cube and also biting into a really hot, strong pepper. Hence, I named this podcast Ice Cubes and Peppers. This takes time. This is such an ingrained pathway in your brain. Your brain is so used to binging. Don't be frustrated. How to not be frustrated? We're gonna get into that later. Keyword black and white thinking. Black and white thinking. It's four words. <laughs> so parallel to that, working on binges and urges, you can also work on other useless habits that we, you know, establish throughout our binge eating disorder, such as fast eating, snacking, self-sabotaging. I would recommend doing this all together, parallel. You can also be like, okay, no, that's too much. I will only work on the binges and urges first. That's okay too. I personally did everything together because it goes hand in hand. It really, really does. The other things I will just talk about now in a second are not as big as acting on or not acting on urges. It is time to dissolve all of the toxic habits. First toxic habit that really plays a bigger role than you could ever grasp. And I learned that after I actually experienced that. Dissolving the habit of fast eating, you have to set a timer. First, maybe open the stopwatch on your phone and see how long it takes you to actually finish breakfast, lunch, dinner. You will see, you will probably take around like, I mean, it's different for everyone, like five minutes, 10 minutes, just something that is too fast. And then go from there. Okay, tomorrow I will set a timer 
and I will really pay attention to what I'm eating and I will set the timer to 10 minutes if you come from seven minutes you know you start with seven minutes so you add three more minutes this is what I mean by small I actually mean small like three minutes that's totally doable the fall of height is not as big as when you immediately try to take 20 minutes to eat lunch this will take some time maybe for others maybe not but also it it doesn't really matter you're doing it it doesn't matter how fast next thing differentiating between emotional and physical hunger you get hungry every three to five hours you have to know that why because coming home from work being insanely hungry because you haven't eaten all day or maybe just breakfast and you're like oh whatever i ate breakfast i mean that's like 10 hours ago but like it should be enough right no <laughs> we have to actually be aware of the fact that there are urges that are caused by big physical hunger so you have to know there are different types of urges emotional physical and prepare food to avoid at all costs this should be your one of your biggest priorities avoiding big physical hunger at all costs because an urge that's caused by physical hunger is even more unnecessary because it's not even the core problem, right? Usually caused by emotional hunger and the fact that we've been binging for so long. So the habit of binging. But if there's also a binge that's caused by physical hunger, it's just annoying. Like, it's just so... Like, I really could have just prepared food and I wouldn't be in the situation. Three, learning about nutrition. Macronutrients are carbohydrates fats and protein that's what you need for a balanced meal really google what contains protein what contains fat da 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 and then build a meal based on that nutritional knowledge that you gathered the importance of that is insane because when i went to my dietitian that was one of the first things she told me because it's the same kind of thing with physical hunger you know because it's very much intertwined if you eat a meal like let's say chocolate and oats okay and you're like okay that's kind of like oatmeal whatsoever and one hour later you're hungry again you're like Ugh, i just ate no i i can't eat that's like emotional hunger no protein is missing and vegetables you know micronutrients things like iron vegetables contain the most micronutrients more than fruits so that is, you see, it's all intertwined. That's why it is so important to pay attention to all of the components that I will be telling you and I am telling you right now. Four, learn when you self-sabotage. Are you truly cooking this big pot of pasta because you want to save it for tomorrow or because you want to binge on it? <laughs> An example that's came right into my head because that's what I did up until the beginning of this year i would just literally cook this much like a huge pot and be like oh, for tomorrow right for no i ate in one sitting overeating annoying habits that, that come with binge eating but once you really overcame acting on urges everything else is such a smaller challenge and you will exactly know and feel what i mean when you experience it like overcoming the urges is the main problem here and nothing is as big as that in binge eating disorder right all the things i'm telling you right now they're maybe a little bit annoying and hard to integrate 
and on a practical basis to prepare food and all of that is just annoying and being like, ugh, whatever. We never like to change stuff. That's just life. But these little problems will never be as big as the urges itself, right? Maybe calling them annoying can help you because instead of calling them so hard to get over, maybe just calling it annoying will like make it a little bit lighter because it really is much lighter than the binges. Five, overall mindset change, black and white thinking. Here we come back to how to not be frustrated. This is what you need to not be frustrated. You will have days where you break your binge-free streak. You will have days where you eat fast and you don't care about the freaking timer and you emotionally eat and you just snack a lot because you're in home office. If you go to bed thinking that was not a good day, you're probably in the black and white thinking still. You think that this is a relapse and that this means that you're back to square one. No. One thing that really helped me that I talked about a lot also, my therapist told me that a binge is one single negative event. It's not a relapse. You know what a relapse is? If an alcoholic starts to drink again. Because this contains a chain reaction. They will probably drink tomorrow, the day after, so on. With binge eating, no. Because we're not having a substance-related obsession addiction. I don't want to call the mindset change, don't give up, because that's freaking stupid. Like, if I would say, don't give up, I could literally just say, live, love, and laugh. It's more so black and white thinking, get, getting over that. But this really much contains to not give up, because you will give up if you always think that, oh, I hate chocolate, I messed up, all New Year's resolutions overboard. Okay, you don't go to the gym once, all New Year's resolutions deleted. That's what giving up is. Walking up the hill, it gets hard, you get out of breath, and you just go back down. Dude, you're already halfway there, really. Next, integrating helpful questions. So, if you want to eat something, you ask yourself, what food choice will serve me the most right now and long term? For example... You want chocolate. You think, oh, I could just buy this whole big chocolate and eat it, right? Well, long term, not good. Short term, also not good. It will make you feel shitty. You go to the grocery store. You don't think in a black and white world. You buy one chocolate bar, you eat it. And you're like, okay, the chocolate bar will make you satisfied emotionally. This, again, intertwines with the black and white thinking. Because if you're still in that black and white thinking, you will think that the chocolate means messing up. It actually is a big-ass accomplishment when you can go to the grocery store and just buy a small bag of chips or a small chocolate bar. That is a win. Obviously, there's so much more to be said. But very much, these are all the things you need. So my New Year's resolutions for 2021 were pretty much eating sl slowly, not snacking mindlessly, basically not eating out of emotion, which is also not suitable forever because people eat sometimes emotionally and that's normal. You eat on Christmas because it's nice. Your boyfriend broke up with you. You were eating ice cream like in the movies. 
that's what happens people actually eat when they're sad sometimes you know it's about not making it your number one coping mechanism so not immediately being like this happened to me immediately binge you know no it's more so about having one supportive chocolate bar and also meditating you know doing a lot of shit that helps you cope with whatever you're dealing with write down what you want to accomplish eating more slowly da 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 um, first I'm measuring how long it takes me to eat lunch and then I'll go from there and I'll add like three minutes each day until I take 20 minutes or 25 minutes to finish my lunch for example right what I used to do I would check off each day that I you know accomplished dissolving these habits and actually I checked it off when I wasn't black and white thinking I checked it off when even though that day I maybe binged but also I went on with my day and I had a normal balanced lunch that is honestly visually dissolving the black and white thinking okay still checking the day off being like that was a successful day because I did not give up I ate one chocolate bar but I don't see chocolate as bad it's not black and white the whole day Still, I ate normal chicken salad. I ate this balanced meal, this balanced meal. I just went on. There have been a few people on TikTok who commented, you know, how am I supposed to recover from binge eating disorder because I really, really, really want to lose weight. This. <laughs> you focus on this. Patience is a thing that people don't even have when it comes to standing in line. So obviously having patience with your weight loss and recovering from binge eating disorder when it seems like weight loss is the only thing that will make you worthy, obviously you're going to be impatient, right? It's about seeing when you're having these impatient thoughts, being aware of it, catching them, imagining a stop sign maybe, maybe also setting another in extrinsic impulse and then replacing that negative impatient thought of oh my god I have to lose weight immediately with something different something that is true to you you don't have to tell yourself oh I don't care at all you know I don't care at all when I'm losing weight no it's the same when you're currently hating yourself and you try to tell yourself no I love myself I love myself uh you don't and you know that you're currently lying to yourself find something that is replacing these negative thoughts so for example let's say you catch yourself thinking i've been working on this for two freaking weeks when is it finally happening i can't see any changes when i'm looking into the mirror Ugh, i just had this negative impatient thought what you're going to do is you're going to roll back and you're going to be like i'm glad i've been doing this for two weeks or i can't wait for the change that's about to happen negative thoughts can just be deleted off your brain they have to be replaced. And that goes for self-love and everything as well. One really important question that I talked about also in my inner critic series, like part one and part two, is the question, what would someone who loves themselves do? And just asking yourself that throughout your entire day and all the choices you make, not only related to food. Would someone shower right now who loves themselves? Would someone who loves themselves go for a walk or stay in, whatever? I hope this video helped you. I'm in a really inspired mode right now. Maybe you can tell because it's the new year. And for me, it's been an up and down. You know, I did recover from binge eating disorder and I dissolved a lot of the habits. Sometimes they creep back 
in but you know i can spot them and dissolve them all these binge eating habits but i did slide into a more restrictive thinking pattern you may saw that on my tiktok i've been posting a lot of like relatable content about that um and so for me the new year means to recover from that i deleted my calorie tracker app yesterday and that was really really scary but i have to let go of that i have a fight club picture over there that says it's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything obviously this can be interpreted in many ways but for me letting go of the damn calorie tracker app means i'm free to do anything (laughs) just know that so many people go into 2022 with the resolution i will recover from my eating disorder anorexia bulimia binge eating disorder so many people feel what you are feeling right now even though it's not the very same situation it is a shared human experience and shared human emotion frustration hopelessness we're all one and you're not alone in this i wish you the greatest new year's eve next week i will see you with a new podcast episode called how to not focus on weight loss while recovering from eating disorder something like that basically how to not focus on weight loss because i know a lot of people struggle with that so anyways i'm melody your host and i'll see you in the next podcast episode of five scoops and peppers